Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, SAS Australia is now down to eight recruits. After completing some tasks without his undies, um, after fighting with The Bachelor, actually after fighting with a couple of people. They want to just point the finger. No, off. You're the one that doesn't manage to actually fit into that group. Paul Fennick has had quite a ride on SAS Australia. He put up with a huge amount of, of stuff, being sprayed in the face with all kinds of things. But last <laughs> night, after having to carry a body up and down hills, he said, you know what, I'm tapping out. Paul joins us now. Hello, Paul Fennick. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good, better than I felt that day, that's for sure. Man, look at you. And I, kn- <laughs> I know you very, very well. I just cannot see how you would be the one that everyone's saying doesn't fit into the group. That seems wrong. Mate. They're a bunch of stooges, mate. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> well, they, they, you know what? I just don't. I, I, no, I've worked with you for a long time, and I've seen you run a lot of stuff, and I've seen you work with a lot of different people. It's at odds with me how you couldn't fit into that group. Well, look, all I'm going to say is, uh, you know, in life, some people love me and some people hate me, and unfortunately, I fit into the group that they all hated me. You know, but look, to be fair, Lockie, I think poisoned the uh, group against me early on. Looking back. I didn't realise it, but, um, mm. you know, because he was shaking my hand in one room and then stabbing me back in the other, stabbing my back in the other. Sorry, it's early, guys. That's no, right. That's but but you know, we saw that. We saw him we do did. that on the show. And he's a player from way back. Because yeah. this show isn't normal. This show is usually about just chesting your strengths. They've made it a little bit more like Survivor. And maybe Lockie made it more like that because he was starting to set mm. up a little alliances, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, was, I was actually shocked looking back. I mean, shake a man's hand and then stab him in the back two seconds later. Unbelievable. I'm interested you know, to know. The man book to me. I'm interested to know about your uh, opinion of this because you were once in the Army Reserves. Is this anything like what you imagined it would be or what you've done before? Look, there were some bits that were very kind of Army and some, a lot of it there wasn't. Um, Certainly, you know, you couldn't have all that kind of character play. You know, the, if you've got a, you know, a senior officer, you do what you're told. You shut up, you know. But um, there was a whole bunch of kind of, I, I don't know, different stuff happening there. But look, I've got to say, it was one of the greatest experiences I've had. I love the soldiers. Mm. Um, those, those veterans were some of the best guys I've met. And I probably got the best compliment in my life from Clint the American at the very end of it. It wasn't on camera, but he said to me, he goes, you're a tough little bastard. And I mean, this is from the guy who killed Bin Laden, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, what was the hardest thing? Being Because well, I was watching you being sprayed in the face with pepper spray mm. and you go into tear gas areas and all that kind of stuff. What did you find the hardest? Look, you know, I only got three weeks' notice because uh, I wasn't their first choice, I think. Somebody fell out. So the fitness was the hardest for me because I, I didn't really have the training time. So um, running up hills... Carrying a you know two hundred kilo log, those <laughs> the hills. Running vertically up hills, carrying something that was sure. a killer for me. And also the lack of underpants, because that uh, you forgot to pack your underpants. You didn't have any notice. You showed up with no underpants. Two weeks is enough notice for underpants. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I, I just don't wear underpants generally. I didn't think I'd be nude uh, very often on the show, so I got cooled out. Yeah, what could you do? Did you, you know? did, when you but watched... I'm happy, to, I'm happy to do a nude run again. I'll, of, I'll do it tomorrow for anyone. Of course, I know that... For anyone. Did, but there was just that point, Paul, when I was watching, and you were squatted down and you had no, no underpants on. And I thought... Oh, come on, man. Someone give Channel 7 break out the underpants for Paulie. <laughs> break well, there was, a, there, was a, there was a second situation where I was naked again and they did actually give me a pair of underpants, but I, I didn't really wear them anyway. So, oh, yeah, aren't so those army fatigues uncomfortable without the undies? Yeah. Well, you know, as you guys know, I'm pretty tough, so uh, <laughs> I just take that out. <laughs>
Well, mate, it's always great to talk to you. SAS Australia continues tonight, 7.30 on Channel 7. And what about you? What are we seeing in the future from Paulie Fennick? Well, we've got a new house that's coming out soon and a comedy about local councils later on. We're finally going to give it to the councils. Good. Um, so a big year for, for us on uh, 7, mate, uh, for those out there who love it. And um, big shout-out to all the people of Western Sydney, biggest fans, best people in Australia. Thanks for having me on the show, Legends. Oh, Good we love you, Paulie. Paulie. Nice Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, mate. Take it easy. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.